This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. As previously mentioned, Kim and I had an opportunity to take a Mediterranean cruise to see some of the lands mentioned in the Bible, namely in the countries of Italy, Greece, Turkey, and Cyprus. While there, we were able to see the locations of three of the sites of the seven wonders of the ancient world. At Ephesus, we were able to see the city proper, the amphitheater mentioned in Acts 19, and the library of Celsius. Around the corner was the Temple of Diana. The temple would have looked much like the Parthenon, but on a much grander scale. In Antipater's list of the world's seven wonders, he wrote, I have set eyes on the walls of lofty Babylon, on which is a road of chariots, and the statue of Zeus by the Alpheus, the hanging gardens, and the colossus of the sun, and the huge labor of the high pyramids, and the vast tombs of Mausoleus. But whenever I saw the house of Artemis that mounted the clouds, those other marvels lost their brilliancy. And I said, Lo, apart from Olympus, the sun never looked on ah so grand. Today, only one column remains of the temple of Artemis, or the temple of Diana. The column itself had to be reconstructed just so people would know where the location was. At Bagram, Turkey, we saw the location of the mausoleum at Halicarnassus. Mausoleus was a king whose wife erected a giant mausoleum to his memory. The building was said to have been made of marble and stood 140 feet tall. The building was decorated with animal figures and depictions of battle. The crown of the structure consisted of 24 steps that went up like a pyramid upon which stood a marble chariot complete with riders and pulled by four horses. Years later, the structure was destroyed completely by an earthquake, and the stones were repurposed to build a fortress on the banks of the harbor. Today, only a pit remains, with a few segments of columns laying around on the ground. Even the burial tomb of King Mausolus is virtually unrecognizable. Then we visited the harbor of Rhodes. There, in 280 B.C., the Colossus of Rhodes was built. It is said that this massive statue of Helios, the god of fire, and made of bronze and iron, straddled the opening of the harbor. The monument was so great that ships could sail under its legs as they sailed into port. The statue was said to be over a hundred feet tall and rested on a platform that lifted it up another fifty feet. The Colossus served as a monument of a military victory as well as a lighthouse for approaching ships. Today the Colossus is nowhere to be found as only 54 years later it was destroyed by an earthquake. The bronze was taken away and repurposed. All three of the wonders of the ancient world we saw were either non-existent or laid in ruins. Yet God created a kingdom that has lasted to this very day. In Daniel chapter 2, the great king Nebuchadnezzar had a dream of a marvelous statue whose head was made of gold, its arms and legs of silver, 
the thighs of bronze, and the legs and feet of iron and miry clay. Daniel interpreted that dream for him by saying that he was the ruler of the kingdom, which represented the head of gold, but that other kingdoms would arise after him, the Middle Persian kingdom, the Greeks, and finally the Romans. Daniel told him that during the time of the Roman Empire that God would set up a kingdom that would last forever. In Daniel chapter 2 and verse 44 it says, And in the days of these kings the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. True to God's word, he set up his kingdom in Acts chapter 2, in what we know as the church. Paul referred to the church as the kingdom in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13, when he said, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love. Jesus promised that it would come in their lifetime, and it did. Jesus said in Mark chapter 9 and verse 1, And he said to them, Surely I say to you that there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God present with power. While the ancient wonders of the world lay in ruins, today I am a part of a spiritual kingdom that God instituted and Jesus died for over 2,000 years ago. It is a kingdom that no matter how bleak the world may appear will stand the test of time and it will remain until the Lord returns. You too can be a part of the Lord's church, his kingdom, whenever you become a New Testament Christian. If you would like to know more about the salvation that God extends to humanity through His Son Jesus and the St. George Church of Christ, you can contact me at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com or you can write me at P.O. Box 516, St. George, South Carolina 29477. I would like to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.